Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. What is up? We are solidly in June. We are so in June that I have seen the sun. I've seen the sun here in the Pacific Northwest. I will tell you, though, Ashley, I'm going to give a little plug because I'm so proud of my baby. I was at a track meet. Ashley, guess how long track meets are? Well, you did at- athletics in school, and you Girl, were good I didn't at do it. track. No. Oh. I mean, I was really good at other things, but running is not one of them. Running is <laughs> not one of them? No. You know what, though, which is, which is you could fool anybody because of them long legs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why I did crew and swimming and soccer. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> swimming, And I was goalie course. in soccer, by the way. <laughs> Were you? You didn't want to do yeah, all that so running. I didn't have to run. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to run for my life, I'd die. Um, Correct. So I'd just try thing. to fight and keep it moving. <laughs> right? Yeah, I would literally just, you know, I'd just sit, lay down and let them kill me. I would try to fight. You know that. I would just be like, can you at least do it from the back so I don't feel it? Okay. Honestly, <clears> and like at some point, what's the point? Like, I don't want, I don't want to die like this. I don't want to die on this adrenaline. Just take my life. I get, just exactly. like the Lord, I give it freely. I give you. What's that, what's that old hymn? Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. It would be, you know what? I would just Listen. sit there, sing that, close my eyes and rock back and forth. <laughs> yes. All I do Yes. Okay. On this note, I want to take this a little bit more serious, but you guys, about a million years ago, approximately, I don't know, 15 years ago, maybe I was at a naturopath and he took my blood pressure and he said, I'm sorry. Is there a tiger chasing you? Because my blood pressure was so high. Oh my gosh. He's like, you would think a wild animal was chasing you that your, your heart's just beating out of your chest. Lord. Blood pressure. Something was beating fast. My heart beat. It was my heart. It was my heart. See? All that to say, the stress apparently I would run for my life. <laughs> in fact, internally, you were running for your life. I was running for my life. <laughs> oh. If Wait, you didn't tell us about the track meet, though. Oh, How long well, are here's they? the thing. Well, here's the thing. Now that I know you never did it, I feel never. like I do have something fresh to say. Please. <sighs> Listen up, fam. We showed up to that thing. It's an hour away at 8.45 in the morning. <clears throat> Actually, ask me what time I left my, what time I left the track meet to head back to my house, to oh get to my, my bed. I'm scared. I'm scared. One, eight, fifteen. I'm sorry. Am excuse me. Mm-hmm. How many? Wait, but you didn't just leave after he ran. Like you had to be there. The I whole did. Day? I did. I left right <gasps> after he finished. They wouldn't the let minute. you come late. I we got there when he started, and we left oh, when he be done. That poor boy had to run all day. Well, no, because, you know, it's spaced out. You run, and then you have to wait for the finals if you advance to another round or if you're other event. And That's then a so two it was like two event. and a half. Thir- it was, it was that a one day. That a Saturday and a Sunday. Like, you know. Right. Eight well, we have, two, we have one coming up. Two. It's three full days like that. And oh, I was like, ooh, it. give me some sunscreen. Gosh, the things we do and for our nice children. Coffee. The things we do. And then we get in the car. He starts singing in Canto at full blast, the oh, whole soundtrack on the way That's home because it's an hour home. Yeah. And then we hit traffic. Mm. And then he convinced us he needed Chick-fil-A. Yeah, he did. So there we go. I was like, buddy, you, you do deserve Chick-fil-A. He and does. he had to stand out in the rain. And we all had umbrellas. And he was soaked to the bones. So I was like, yeah, you know what? he deserves that. You and then he asked get for some extra nuggies. Too, yeah, I, we, he asked for some <laughs> extra nugs. Got him those nugs. <laughs> Eight count, not the five. It was a good day. Good day. 
<laughs> you guys, I'm officially a dance mom, but not dance. I'm a track mom. I'm so new to this world. So if y'all have any recs, I, I could use them. Find me in them DMs. Tell Please. me how to prepare myself for 12 hours every Saturday for oh, the next 10 God, years because I will take all of your insight. Oh, my gosh. Listen, the older I get and the longer I have children, the more I am so impressed with my mother. So I salute you. Like, my hats are off to you. We played, like, an indoor league for soccer, and it was the same thing, like, all day long and usually mm. traveling to another location. And mm. I just do not know how she did it. And so I don't know how you're doing it, Tiffany, but my hat is off to you. I'm super proud of you. It's totally worth it because he's probably going to be an Olympic athlete. It was Jesus obviously it not worth it for my mom because I wasn't. So uh, Excuse me. <laughs> didn't you get, like, crazy awesome scholarships? I think it was no it. that was for my academics and my service i went to school on a full ride for for being smart not because of, of sports but i did Listen play to this, sports you guys. in college you, you know what <laughs> why the listeners i need you to hear this this woman is well-rounded okay she was soccer service smart there's a lot going on here people a lot but going i didn't on. finish college so it's you know it has its it has its you know it's it didn't go that great but we circle back and it's all good you know we what circle i mean back and it's yeah all good. We circle back. We're doing what we love. It's all good. (laughs) Oh, also we could, you know what? This is for another time, but we will talk about why college costs so much money in America, but not today. That's for tomorrow. tomorrow. Listen, I'm already like coming up with plans. First of all, why are cars so expensive? We could talk about that too. Because if I have to buy some and you do two for your kid coming up, I mean, what am I going to do? Buy them a 2007 Honda Accord? (laughs) I'm sorry, I meant to say 1997 Honda I was going to say, girl, you think I might have to do that? Girl, you know, like a 2007, like, small SUV is like $35,000 right now. Are you? Oh, because of the microchip shortage? I don't even know what it is. It don't make we no got, sense. Mm, we got a letter in the mail. My my car is from, mm-mm, I believe it's 2008, 2009, 2006, something like That's that. That's right. Good for you. Before the 2010s. Right. And we just got a, a letter from the manufacturer saying, we will buy back your car at like five to six thousand over what it's value yes. for the year and for the miles we might sell ours for the same reason tiffany oh my goodness because you can just walk up on the lot and be like here but do you understand you won't have load. a car after that ashley i know we got to buy one it's i guess shoot. no it's i haven't had a car payment in years and what am i supposed to do <gasps> and these gas private prices these gas Lord, prices. what i'm supposed to pay for this gas and pay for a car payment no the answer is no well the you know i splurged for no. that ev a while back well you were and smart and but y'all it, don't go nowhere. We drive everywhere. You, my brother's yeah, like, you drive far. Yeah, my brother was like, "Listen, you cannot get an electric car the way you drive." He's like, "You will yeah. end up somewhere 300 miles in, and you don't have nowhere <laughs> to charge that thing, and you're gonna be looking dumb." So you don't even need to in buy California, that car. you don't think they have supercharger places? No, they probably do have more. But you know, we we drive so much. You do. And so, yeah, we do, and it's like our family rhythm and what we do, and so. Until they work out some of the kinks for an electric vehicle, I notice that all my friends who have them don't go nowhere. Like, I don't even know why they have an electric vehicle because, to be honest, they don't spend no money in gas anyway. Are they just doing the <laughs> ninety mile distance? We can do a hundred and eighty three miles before we need to supercharge, and that takes about See, fifteen minutes not, to charge back that's up. That's like no time. That's like that. That is half a gas tank, which I can go through in like three days. <laughs> oh, but sister, 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 I come home, park and my plug car, it in. plug it in, totally. Yeah. I know. I don't know, man. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out, but I we're don't gonna, think it's We're going to figure this out for you. I'm going to start sending you a spreadsheet with all the ones <laughs> oh, I Oh, my brother okay. already did. <clears throat> oh, did the he? The electrical okay. engineer in my family has already blown up my text messages and <laughs> told me everything I need to know about cars in every sector of society because he knows how dumb I am about it. 
<laughs> I will say, though, my husband is on one. Not only did we splurge for the EV, which is we, we, we now spend like about 50 bucks a month maximum right. on electricity on our car. So Because right. no we were spending 550 in gas. Girl. Right. Woo! And you're right. We don't go nowhere, and we were still spending right. that much. Because I feel like in California, if I was plugging that thing up at my house, it would probably – my brother was like, look, you're going to pay so much money just to charge it at your house. Like, just sitting outside at the crib in California, you're going to have to pay for that. It's going to be added onto your electrical bill, which is already high as hell, and I don't recommend this option for you. He went through everything Oh, for me. <laughs> well, then maybe it's really not a great – I will say, though, I, 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 I think you guys down there, you got to get some solar – you got to get some solar panels. I know we do. Yep. It, it works. Then you get really, really, really cheap um, situations every month. It's smart. I feel like one day I'm going to come home and they're just going to be on the back of the house and I'm never even going to notice that they were there. Yeah. And you'd be like, we did that months ago. You were there for that conversation. <laughs> Actually, we don't do that. We talk about, we barely spend any money without talking about it with each other. So that won't happen. But I'm just saying, <laughs> this feels like one he might try to pull over on me. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. All that to say, people... Wear your sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Try idea. to get a try to trade your car, and if you can get some extra dollars, because that's mm-hmm. the thing right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'm I just agree. saying. I agree with that. Unless you're Ashley, and you're just screwed either way because you drive too much. Because <laughs> you have to, because it's part of your life. Exactly. Or you're just you're in a place where electricity is just crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. That's it wild. All of it. It's all so of it's wild. crazy. We should do a whole episode. We need to invite a guest. In fact, why don't you guys tell us who is the person <gasps> you want to hear from? Yes about inflation and rising prices and all those is there somebody you guys follow online that might be interesting is there someone that you think like i really love their perspective don't send us nobody who's super far extreme on either side but if you know someone that you're like man i really trust and respect them about these issues and economics would be really cool to interview somebody because all this stuff is a major concern for everyone i know major well today beautiful people we have a two-part series for you called Shameless Plug. Now, here's the thing. Why, though? We have been around coming up on four years, Ashley. Are we about to start year four? How is that possible? I know. I oh mean, what? Oh, my gosh. I'm really proud of us. I don't know I'm that so people understand. Like, obviously, we enjoy it or we wouldn't still be doing it. But, like, I don't think people really get it. Y'all, that mm. is a milestone. I'm proud of In us. In dog years? I don't even know. That's a lot. Right? It's a lot. Also, I just want to say our podcast came out before some of the current trends in podcasting, such as yes. series or yes. seasons. That wasn't even yes. a thing when we started. It wasn't See? even a thing. People just went every week or twice a month or once a month. Anyway, we yep. have stuck to this 52-week calendar, and y'all are here for it because y'all keep yes. tuning in, and we love you so much. So. Uh, as you know, you didn't pay for this because you're listening to it and you didn't give us no money. So we are going to spend the next two weeks talking about the why of some of the other areas of work and passions in our lives and some of the projects that we're working on to give you just more of a full scope of um, where our heart is and the energy we put into serving you and um, all the people who pull up a chair and come in close. So Ashley, I first just want to say before we talk about all the good things that you have done in this world and the lessons you've learned that you've so gracefully shared with us through your written and spoken work. I was thinking about how much I've personally been blessed by your work. And I have come to the conclusion that if, that if Anne Lamott, (laughs) Lovey, (laughs) and Elizabeth Warren (laughs) all got together and built a human being, it would be you. You would be the android that they built. <laughs> I love that so much. 
That's very kind uh, of you. Anyway, I just was thinking of like, oh, you, not only do you bring out the best in all of us, you've done the work and you have shown your scars, your highs, your lows, and everything in between in such a way that invites everyone to be ourselves. And I know I say that to you often, publicly and privately, but I mean it. I am so invited to be my truest self because of you. And I know your readers are, those who've heard you speak are, those who follow you on socials are. So tell us a little bit more about the why behind your work and shamelessly tell us where to find it. (laughs) Well, I love that. Thank you so much for your encouragement and your words of kindness. And I think that, you know, This whole series, this two-week series, means a lot to me because I think one of the things that Tiffany and I struggle to do that is a really good struggle is, you know, we're not going to be like selling all of our stuff online every three seconds and, Mm -mm. you know, hyping you guys up so you can get on our email list. Aside from the one time that we sold you guys a Disney trip, which turned out to be great for um, everyone and for us, (laughs) (laughs) I think that it's it's actually more challenging for us to share our own personal work. And so I Mm -hmm. think that what I appreciate about this series is the nudge to do that because we don't often take the time to do it. And so I'm glad about it. I think that I love being online in a way that lets people know that if you have a real ordinary life, that you're not alone in that. (laughs) And I like to show up in a way that normalizes people's emotions and lived experiences. And I also like to show up in a way that um, enables people to have hope in a hard place (laughs) and to be honest about that. I think that so many of us are craving that. I know you know, things that are a bunch of BS sell a lot and get a lot of followers for a time, but then it runs out. Like the gas in that tank really runs out. The hype runs out. The, you know, um, the striving runs out. The like, hey, I'm going to set 15 goals and do this, that, and the other thing. You know, sometimes you will hit, at some point you will hit a season of life where there is no will to do that. (laughs) You know, you'll go through Mm -hmm. some type of grief, you'll go through some type of loss, you'll go through some type of change and season that doesn't enable you to do what you used to do. And I think that those are the people that I'm really here for (laughs) is when you realize like, I've done all the things I've done the most, it's actually just not that satisfying. And it's not even what I think I want to pursue anyway. (laughs) Yeah. And even in this last season, you know, I've written a bunch of books, I was a ghostwriter on nine, I've co written on some I've edited a ton and then wrote two of my own. But even starting my Substack After Hours, which is what I want to shamelessly plug today, is, you know, the heart behind that is really getting to this place after 20 years of ministry and 10 years in the like speaking, publishing, writing world, and then realizing like, okay, I need to pivot. And not necessarily because anything was bad or awful or wrong. There were certainly things I didn't like, certainly things I didn't appreciate. There are certainly, we could talk for days about the disparities that exist within publishing and Mm -hmm. ministry and speaking. And Mm -hmm. you could talk for days about how there's a couple people at the top who who grossly benefit in the same way that in ministries that you see in churches, you'll, we see all this stuff in the news, um, all these people who are profiting off their church and, you know, gaining all these benefits and flying first class and staying in five-star hotels. And the reality is like most pastors on the ground are just trying to survive and they don't have insurance for their family and they don't have any benefits. They don't have capacity to afford childcare. They don't have anything that they need and they Mm -hmm. still are working very hard in the church and all that stuff gets projected on them. I think in some ways the same is true for publishing and speaking is that you're working really, really hard, but the people who benefit from that system are really those who are either, um, 
you know, working at a church that supports their ministry and it's a mega church and they can sell lots of books or they are traveling and speaking on the road all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, They just are like this type of um, sort of famous big deal inside that circle. And so my heart, when I pivoted to after hours and pivoted in my whole career, I was like, you know what? I really felt an unction, like an old school unction from the Holy Spirit to pivot. And I really didn't know what was going to happen. And it really was a risk for me last November to say, you know what, I'm going to stop doing this. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not going to write a book for a while. And I'm only going to travel and speak to maybe three or four places next year. And then I might be done, period. And then I'm also going to pivot out of ministry for the first time in 20 years. And that was huge. And in some ways, my husband is a minister. So I guess we'll kind of always be in that. Mm -hmm. But that pivot I think for me made me realize what do I want to create? And I was desperately craving an, an internet neighborhood, <laughs> you know, yeah. and that's what I'm calling it. And it's slow, slowly building and slowly growing, but an opportunity to be able to write and connect with people and do the kind of writing that I like. And if I want to, you know, use a cuss word from time to time, I don't want to get messaged on Facebook or Instagram you know, um, something crazy and have to deal with people because they're religious and (laughs) Or a publisher pulling it out. (laughs) Exactly, that too. And so I think, you know, I really wanted a place where I could fully be myself and draw on the funny stories of my childhood and the funny stories of my youth and think through the larger connections in culture and life and community and what that looks like and and just talk to people about real things. And I think that that is why I started After Hours and how I landed there after all these years. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that it's a combination of both writing and speaking because you have videos in there as well where people get some FaceTime with you, which I think is really powerful, mm-hmm. um, and a place to get to know one another in the comment section, everything. It's so, it's so beautiful. And I also just appreciate the democracy of paid mm. newsletters. Yeah. Because for years we're paying to send a newsletter. Right. Hundreds of dollars. Hundreds. I think at one point in time I was spending over $100 on MailChimp just MailChimp, to send yeah. a newsletter. <laughs> yeah, like $140 a month for yeah, a time. Girl. And getting mm. nothing in return, really. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Let alone it being a two-way conversation, just like you said. Yeah. Exactly. And so now to have also there is room in our world as we digest content to understand that um, paying creatives matters. And I think it's sometimes, you know, hard for us to, especially if it's something that comes to us that we love, it can Mm -hmm. feel hard to to be like, no, I'm, I'm worth earning for this. I'm worth being paid for this. And if you grew Mm -hmm. up in the ministry, woo, you got all kinds of. (laughs) Crazy ideas of what you're, yeah, what Mm -hmm. you deserve. Or you might have been told that you shouldn't, that if you're asking people for anything, that it's not ministry, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes that's true, but usually the people at the top who are profiting the most use those words to control the people who are working for them so that they don't get to succeed. And that's the truth. Mm Mm-hmm. As they have their interns watch their kids. Girl. Whatever. I said it. I know. And it's true. Mm -hmm. It's really true. Well, you know, in, in the future, we were going to have a little church talk, but we're just going to fit it in everywhere we can so we can all <laughs> learn from each other's trauma. <laughs> um, but I, as a recipient of After Hours, I just want to say I encourage you, first, go to Ashley's site, ashabercrombie.org, or you can find her on Instagram or wherever that links to her Substack and sign up. It is such a treat. Now, if you're going to read After Hours, 
don't hesitate to treat yourself because let me tell you what. I make sure I have a hot drink, whether it's a chai (laughs) or a cup of coffee. Sometimes I'm in the pickup line too. Don't worry. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I'm just reading it when I can. But I really try to treat myself and consider it part of my nourishment for my rhythm, um, for my month, for my week. And I think we need to be wise about considering what voices we're listening to. Yeah. And for those of you who've been around at Wyla, whether you've been here a month or almost four years with us, you've grown with us from from the beginning, you know Ashley is a trusted voice. Ashley is a friend. She's a mentor. She's a shepherd. She's a truth teller. You can trust her to give it to you straight. Sometimes she might call you out. Sometimes she (laughs) might. You know what's so funny? I was actually thinking about when I read your last after hours. I'm like, you're saying what everyone's thinking. We're not going (laughs) to say it, but you will. (laughs) That is something that people say to me in the DMs or will send me an email about it or it's true. I I think that that's the beautiful part of growing up the way that I did and the truth telling culture of the South, even though it kind of starts with you truth telling about everybody else. And then (laughs) then you make the journey to telling the truth about yourself. But I think just calling the elephant in the room or just calling a spade a spade is something you do in the South. It's like, maybe it's not true for certain um, demographics or economic brackets, but like for sure where I'm from, that is what happens. It's like, no, we're going to say the thing that needs to be said. Like, obviously, we all see it. (laughs) And it's a it's a rich part of my culture and my upbringing and my life. And I'm super thankful for it because I do think it gives a lot of freedom. So I'm thankful for all the women in my family (laughs) who Mm. did that. And, you know, in the last 20 years, all the, the radical women I've met who are willing to be bold and willing to speak and willing to be honest about their own struggles and the struggles they see in humanity, I just could never paint this picture of the world that isn't true. And I don't ever want to put, you know, life is so heavy already and people are under such a weight that it would deeply pain me to know that I have added to it or press someone to engage in striving and becoming something they're not. Um, It would really be painful to see that. And so I want to be a person who takes weight off, not a person who puts weight on. Yeah, a person who takes weight off, not puts weight on. That's beautiful. Well, you are all going to be so blessed by After Hours. And I think it's like literally the cost of one cup of coffee for the whole month. Like it's such a steal of a deal. It's so cheap. You're getting a deal. You really are. (laughs) Considering how much work Ashley has put into it and how many hours it takes to send one email, I can only imagine. You know, did you see that, uh, that viral tweet that said, Yes, I'll spend $15 on this book when I know this author has fretted over every page and lived this experience for 20 years before they even put pen to paper. Yes. I want you to bottle that up tweet. That tweet, I want you all to think of that except for after hours, okay? (laughs) I want you to think of this lived experience, all she's gone through, all she's experienced, this trusted voice, this shepherd, this pastor, who she, this writer, all that she's been, all that she is now as a mother, all of it, all, all the words that describe her. Um, as a child of God and somebody who can speak life and speak truth to you and really hit you right between the eyes right when you need it. It's so timely. And also I've appreciated uh, just just how you've spoken to the moment of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's been more content that could be evergreen and useful all year, mm-hmm. but some of the time you really hit home on hit home on what we're learning and, and processing and grieving mm-hmm. um, as a people group here in America. So, mm-hmm. and if you are listening from abroad, 
so much goodness. Come on, you know you love that Southern twang that she gives. It comes through in the writing. I promise you. I promise you. Yeah, and if you guys are unfamiliar with Substack too, it's just an opportunity to write long form. So you can actually, if you enjoy reading words, and not an overwhelming amount, but if you enjoy reading articles or essays or different things like that, that's what Substack is, except there's some talkback features. And I do Mentor Monday on my Instagram every Monday, unless there's a holiday or something going on in my life, um, where people can ask some questions and then I'll respond with answers. And it ended up being by far one of the most popular things that I do online. Um, and I think that turning that into some deeper, longer videos, like we're going through a boundary series right now, boundaries at work, boundaries at church, boundaries at home, boundaries in friendship, boundaries 101. And I think those types of things are really helpful, especially coming out of a pandemic and learning how to, you know, connect again and how to be together again and how to approach one another again. All those things are super helpful. So if that appeals to you too, you're looking for a little extra mentorship. It's not prescriptive. So I'm not going to be, you know, telling you how you should do everything in your life <laughs> because all of our contexts are so vastly different, but it is, um, it's worth it, I think. I also just want to say, we know we have some pretty young listeners, early mm -hmm. 20s. If that's you gals, oh my goodness, you need to run to go sign up for this. I know you need this mentorship. I know you need this. So if this is for all of us, but I specifically want to call out our 20-something listeners. This is an opportunity that you shouldn't pass up. Absolutely not. Oh, any last thing you want to share with us, Mrs. Abercrombie? I don't think so. Just know that I'm rooting for you. Mm. You know, I think that's what... I want you to know, I think that's true of Tiffany too, we want you to know that we're rooting for you, that we believe in you, and that we know that life is not easy, and we are so thankful that you get up every morning and put your feet on the ground. And we are Come so on. thankful right. that you live another day, and we are so thankful that you are doing the work that you're doing for yourself, and for your community, and for your family, and for the, the generations that are coming behind you. We are proud of you, and we are rooting for you. And I think that if no one has told you lately, we're proud of you. And you are amazing and you are kicking butt and taking names and, and you are so worthy of love and you are so worthy of connection and you, you are so worthy of being valued for the incredible person that you are. Like we are rooting for you. Mm. And we'll end on that. See you next week. Bye-bye. Hey listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit TiffanyBloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.